Welcome to the podcast of God's servant, Eric Otibuatin. Pastor Eric Otibuatin is a passionate preacher, teacher, an author, and a revivalist who is having an unyielding foundation in prayer and intercession. He pastors the ICGC Holy Hill Chapel, Soto Bakra. He's a theologian and a Bible school lecturer. His passion to liberate people from demonic impoverishment has made him champion radio broadcast dubbed Hour of Liberation to help raise more kingdom workmen for Jesus Christ. Now listen to God's servant, Eric Utibuati. Hallelujah. Alright, so this morning I want to discuss with you what God laid on my heart. And I have titled it, Understanding the Purpose of Your Calling. See, understanding. See, understanding the purpose of your calling. Hallelujah. Go with me to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse the number 9. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse the number 9. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse the number 9. So we are looking at understanding the purpose of your calling. Alright, so I read. Who has called or who has saved us and called us with unholy calling? Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Can we read it together? Can we read it together? Want to go? Can we read it on the board? Want to go? Who has called, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling? Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Amen. Okay, go again to Galatians chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. Galatians chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. And I'm reading again. But when it was pleased, but when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the hidden, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So we are we are going to understand this two or three verses of scripture. Then we are going to look at these two or three scriptures. Uh, how they relate with our calling as believers. Amen. 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 So, the first scripture, 2 Timothy 1, verse 9. And this scripture is, is written by Paul to his 
protege his son in the Lord, Timothy. And Paul is saying that Timothy, and, and this morning, just as Paul, who was an apostle, wrote to his son, I am also an apostle, and I am writing to you, or I am talking to you, as, as ministers of God, or as believers in Christ Jesus. Because every child of God is a minister. Every child of God is a servant. Every child of God is a worker. Every child of God is someone who has been enlisted to do something for the Lord. Amen. Just as Paul started the church in Ephesus and placed Timothy as the pastor of the church, God has also called you and has placed you in your respective families. God has called you, saved you, and has placed you somewhere very, very important and somewhere very, very prominent. So whatever Paul told Timothy is what I am telling you now. And don't say, Timothy was a pastor, and I am not a pastor. You are a minister. The Bible says that, for we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a royal priesthood. So it means that God has made you a priest, and a priest is a pastor. Are you with me? And the Bible also says in Revelations that he has made us kings and priests unto our God. So you are not just a man or a woman born and bred and you are supposed to just do anything on this earth live, die and go just like that if that is all that you came to this world to do then I am surprised to let you know that chicken and goats and sheep and cow are more important than you are you here with me? but there is a reason behind your existence there is a reason behind why you are not dead when you got born again. There is a reason. But I have you who are in tear. Who yakupon ewo wa ufufrono. Well, well, there is a reason. Are you with me? And Paul is writing to Timothy and he's saying that who has saved us and called us. Say I am saved. I am saved. Say I am called. Say I am saved. Say I am called. Anyone who is saved is saved for a purpose. When someone is standing in front of jury, in front of court, and that person is being convicted, and I go and say that though this person has been judged, and this person is guilty of all the 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 the, the cases that has been alleged against him. And I say that though this guy or this lady is guilty and he's supposed to die because anyone who is guilty of the law is supposed to is supposed to face the punishment that comes with the law. But I appear in the scene and I say that this person must be set free. And I am here to be in his stead. 
Whatever you wanted to do to him, do it to me. Whatever you wanted to do to her, do it to me. Do you know what I have done? I have saved that person from death, from punishment, from all the atrocities that were supposed to happen to him or her. I have saved that person. So after I saved that person, I am the one who is supposed to take the person from the court. So the same way we were sinners, we sinned against God. The Bible says that, and all have sinned. All have sinned. No, no one was perfect. Every human being that appeared on the surface of the earth. He is a sinner. Whether you are a day born, a day year old, or a day old, or what, whatever you are, you are a sinner. So Christ came to save you. And that is why Paul is reminding his son Timothy. And he's saying that, who saved us? So when he saved us, he didn't just save us. You are not saved to go and work at Seattle or Makwana. You are not saved just to go. Because without salvation, you are still working at Makwana, two of us. There are people that are working at their respective workplaces that are not saved. So you are not saved to work at CBG or GCB or Ecobank or... No, no, you are not saved for that. There is a purpose for your salvation. And Paul is saying that we have been saved. He saved us and called us. And that calling is not just a menial calling. He saved us, he called us, and the calling is a holy calling. So we pray say you can work your mind a holy calling. Pema uwa yire, nasa osa kempuna and a holy calling. Are you with me? Christo ni no boy jamai, Christo ni no bokro no Christo ni no nene yonkwe enkasa. Wadu obi wasore nene enkasa. It is not a holy calling. The calling is a calling that is holy. It means that everything that you are doing in that calling, when you stand before the beamer seat, you can't be judged as guilty. And Paul continued by saying that this calling is not according to our works. Say, according to our works. What is our works? Our work is that I used to be a teacher in St. Paul's Lutheran School. That was my work. But that is not God's holy calling. Wherever you are working, it is not God's holy calling. You may be a driver, you may be a teacher, you may be whatever. What you are doing now, as your own work, that gives you salary or wages. It is not a holy calling. Are you with me? So the holy calling, he said, not according to our works, but according to his heart, his own purpose. Hello? Hello? So from next month going, I'll be, I'll be, we, we'll be looking at vision. Vision, this is the purpose. Because each and every one of you, believe you me, if you don't know the reason why you are here, you will walk around and you, you will die like a pauper. You must know why God has called you. You must know your purpose of your existence. If you don't know your purpose, you can't be focused. And if you don't, if you are not focused, there is nothing you can do in life. So he said he has called us. 
He has saved us, called us a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose. Why, why did he call us? There is a purpose for your existence. There is a reason why. When you got born again, you didn't die. He didn't get you born again so that you go to your workplace and go and enjoy. Before you were born again, you were still doing that. Are you with me? So I want you to understand that the born again experience did not have strength for you to go and carry mortar. The born again experience did not have strength to you so that you go and do all manner of work. Any hand that does not work must not eat. You must work, but you must know the reason for your existence. So as you are, because the, the primary reason why you are on this earth must be fulfilled before you go to the auxiliaries. The second is, for example, the U.S. Embassy in Ghana. The reason we call the Embassy is because there is an ambassador there. And who is that ambassador? The ambassador is the representative of, of the, the, the president of America in Ghana. So as soon as you enter into U.S. Embassy in Ghana, you are in Ghana, but you are not in Ghana. As soon as you enter into the four walls of U.S. Embassy in Cantonment, you are no more in Ghana, you are in U.S. That is why they can tell you not to even snap a picture when you get to that place. Because in your, in your house you can snap a picture. In Ghana you can snap a picture and do whatever you want. But when you get to that place, you are no more in Ghana. When there was Dumso Dumso in Ghana, there was no Dumso Dumso in, 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 in the U.S. Embassy in Cantonment. Because that is not Ghana. That place is U.S. And what they do, what the ambassador do there is to is to do what American president is doing in the United States. The same thing in Ghana. So if you are an ambassador, you are a representative of a country, of a person, of a kingdom, of a nation. So as you are sitting there, the Bible says that Christ has made us ambassadors. We are ambassadors of Christ. So it means that we represent a kingdom. So as a rep- um, the ambassador of U.S. to Ghana cannot come here and do Galamse. Even if you do Galamse, that will not be the primary purpose. Because the reason he was sent here is to make sure all the policies of the United States is being what? Carried out in Ghana. And all the United States citizens in Ghana are well catered for. So the same way, when you become a Christian, the Bible says that we are ambassadors of Christ. And as an ambassador, you should know the reason you have been called as an ambassador. Are you with me? Are you following me? So Galatians 1, Paul said, In my mother's womb, I was separated. He said, He who who separated me in my mother's womb, Galatians 1.15, He separated me in my mother's womb. So the word separated also is the same as the word that he said, he saved me. He separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace. So he separated me, he saved me, and called me. So anyone who is saved is called. So the question is, what have we been called to do? The next verse, Paul said it there. He said, he called me, he called me and revealed to me. His son, he revealed to me his son, that I might what? 
that I might what? That I might what? So the reason Paul was saved and called was to preach. And we too, the reason we have been saved and we have been called is to spread the policies of the kingdom from which we came from. Are you following me? Are you following me? It is all your Christian. Now the other audience say we're human. Kwan aoya. You know what? Yeah. But everybody be doing a ube jina ejana ni mabekatsa ose. He didn't know you. He didn't know you because what you were sent to do is not what you did. You must work. It's fantastic. Say fantastic. Say perfect. You must work. Because a hand that does not work must not eat. You must work, but it is a secondary. Are you with me? Are you with me? So God has called us. He has saved us. The church of Jesus Christ can only grow and increase and exploit when the believers in the body of Christ understand the purpose of their calling. Anytime we don't understand the purpose of our existence, we live anyhow. You live anyhow. Amen. So what is the reason why we have been called? Why did God call us? I have some, I think, six or seven reasons here. So one, write, write them down. One, God's original plan and interest for every believer is to be a soul conscious. Say a soul conscious. Say a soul conscious. Say so conscious. So the first reason, John 3.16, the first reason God saved you and called you is for you to become what? So conscious. Is to become what? So conscious. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not what? Perish, but have everlasting life. So God doesn't want anyone to perish. Even those that are already in hell, God wished that they didn't, they wouldn't have gone to hell because hell was not the place God wished for man. Hell was not planned for man. It was planned for the devil and his fallen angels and his cohorts. But by 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 disobedience, men will end up being at hell. But he chose you and called you. The reason he did that was for you to become so conscious, not money conscious, not marriage conscious. There are certain junctions in life. If you are a believer and you get to that junction and you don't take care, you can easily backslide. One of these days I will teach you what, what backsliding is. Backsliding is not sleeping or fornicating with a man or a woman or, 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 or stealing. Backsliding is a believer who is slacking back on his walk with the Lord. So if you are here and yesterday you used to pray two hours, one hour, 30 minutes, and today you can't pray that, you are backsliding. If you are a believer, you used to you used to be on fire for God. You used to play keyboard. You used to sing. You used to do this. You used to do that. You are not doing it anymore. You are vacillating. Big time. I was telling somebody this week. For some time now, I pray less than five hours a day. A day that I don't pray like three hours, I feel like I have I am vacillating. 
And I don't pray for myself. I pray for souls. I pray that God let revival happen. God let revival happen. There are so many of you here, believe you me, there is a junction coming. And when you get to that junction and you don't take care, you backslide. The way you are living your life, the way you don't care about anything, you don't pray, you don't fast, you don't read your Bible, you don't do anything for God. Believe you me, there are certain junctions in life. There are people, one of the junctions is go, they go into school. There are people, they were on fire until they attended a certain school. And they met certain people and their fire was quenched. There are people until they got a certain job. They married and what they used to do for God, they can't do anymore. They can't do anymore. There are people until they, they get back. They write, Mami Bo, Mami Bo, Mami Bo. They write, Mami Bo. After a banner, they write, Adia, Utinini, Namekura, Nene. It's a chance in life. Some of you believe you me. If you travel, the way you come to church, anyhow you want, and any way you want. If you travel, you can be an atheist. Very easy. Very easy. Because you, you, because it, you, you don't have you don't have the mind. You do, you are not well entrenched in God's word. Because some of you, you can even listen to social media and people begin to say things, and you think what they are saying is true. Because you are not well entrenched. You are not you are not rooted in the word of God. If you are rooted in the word of God, you will know that as a believer, your first assignment is to be a soul conscious. If you come to church and you see empty seats, but whilst you were coming, you saw people entering into Biaba. Whilst you were living around Mambo, you saw people, young girls, 15, 16, 14, engaging themselves in fornication and prostitution. You can't sleep. But to pray for them. But to pray for their souls. You think all you care is to work and take care of your children. If you become that selfish, believe you me, your children cannot grow and become anything, anything important in life. Because the reason you don't, the, the fact that you don't pay attention to what God wants you to do, God will not pay attention to what He wants Him to do. Because you want God to make sure your children are doing well. But are you also taking care of God's children? Are you also taking care of the souls God has entrusted in your hands? Because any person you meet in life, you have, you have assignments in their lives. Because you must make sure that all the people in your family, you are praying for them for the salvation of their souls. Other than that, one day God will ask you, why are you in heaven but your children are not in heaven? Why? And what is the use if you preach and people go to heaven and your, your own blood brothers, your own sisters, your own family members, children, husband, wife, doesn't go there. What is the use? What is the importance? So you must be so conscious. Just somebody be so conscious. And maybe I'll be sorry, I'll be more empty seats. My way, I'm going to show. I just said, what was your loan? Quick loan for our more. Quick credit. I'll go to the police station. My way, I'm going to show. Be so conscious. Because if you don't do that, anytime you see a soul perishing, it is like they are dragging that person to hell. And you are just looking at it. You are a wicked man. Tell somebody, if that is how you are, you are a wicked man. 
Tell somebody if that is how you are, you are a wicked man. Are you with me? Am I talking to church? Am I talking to the church? So God's original intent, His original purpose is for you to be what? So called. How will God leave all the pleasantries and the fanfare in heaven and come to this earth just to come and save you? There is no place on earth that is more German than heaven. O2 Arena, Trafalgar Square. Mention them. There is no place on earth in Paris. Where? Tell me. There is no place on earth that is more German than heaven. But Jesus left his throne for 33 years just because of you. And he has saved you. And you don't want to let somebody be saved. You are a wicked man. You are a wicked woman. And we be over bar, sorry. I will be with one for four. I will not bar, sorry. One month, two months, one, one week. Oh, be my sorry. Oh, Freddy Padukram Musan is Oh, into what they say. You are a wicked person. You are a wicked person. Because you don't care about what God cares. And believe you me, you can never be a rich man if you don't care about what God cares. Because God entrusts his riches. In the hands of people that he trusts them. God cannot trust you if you don't love souls. He can't trust you. If you are not a soul winner, God cannot trust you. You think all that you have to do is to get money. 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 Satan can give you money. Satan can give you America. You want America. Satan can give you what is America. It's not it. It's not it. Car. What is car? Are you a toy? Are you a child to, to play with cars? Are you a child? Even can cars stop playing with cars? No, no. Don't be fun with cars. Don't be fun with women. Be fun with the things of God. Are you with me? Because that is what will give you life here and after. Some of you, the way you even fear fire, eh? the way you fear pol- eh, police station, the way you fear fire, I bet you don't try to go to hell. Some of you may think there is a, 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 a B-Mali. B-Mali. Peter Torch. You think he will meet all of them in hell? We say, oh, hell, dear, oh, you're quite a whole bunch of men. Go and wonder musicians like a singing in Alabama. Okay. Go and ask the rich man whether he saw any musicians in hell. Because in hell, you are always in your own cell. And the kind of noise in hell, even if Bimali is there and he's singing, you won't hear. The kind of noise there, because everyone is in pain, everyone is gnashing their teeth, everyone is going through things that is unthinkable. And you are thinking about, you are thinking about moonwalk. Go, whether you can moonwalk there. Focus on souls. That is your original purpose. What you are not to go? Hey, I didn't know you. Are you with me? Yes. So tell somebody, be so conscious. So conscious. Two, every believer is saved to save others. Every believer is saved to save what? We are saved to save what? John 15, 16. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have ordained you that you should go and bring fruit. That your fruit shall remain. And whatsoever you shall ask of the Father, he may give it to you. 
every believer is mandated in our in our born again covenant with the Lord. We are mandated to go out and and win others also unto Christ. So we are saved to save. You are not saved to save. We are saved so that we can also save others. But you people are saved and you are saving their life. You are saving your life. I don't know whether you understand. You are keeping your life. Somebody pour out his life as a wine. So that you will have life. Now you have the life. And you are keeping the life. Jesus said, anyone who keeps his life will lose it. Believe you me. There is somebody in your life. That is why you are still standing. One day, we will lose the person. And you may not come back again. You'll be like you'll be like Lot walking with Abraham, and Lot was still born again because he was walking with a man who knew God. But when the man left him, he became an apostate. You are saved to save. You are saved so that somebody you will also go and save somebody. You will help somebody to come to the Lord. There are, one day God is going to ask of you the fruit that you have bared. Amen. 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 So one, we have we must be so conscious. Two, we must save. We are saved to what? To save others. Three. So winning is God's number one priority. Say God's number one priority. Luke chapter two, verse forty-nine. Luke chapter two, verse. Make sure that every scripture I quote, you write it down. I am not here to 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 entice you. Me me no no na wasere na okwa wasa ko for how new. Me kano kurachere o na se one day one day. Let me tell you. I told you the other time that in hell when you go to hell, every question you ask, the answer is no. Can I get water to drink? No. Can I get married? No. Everything you ask in hell, the answer is what? No. Can I, I can see my mother is in the other uh, uh, cell. Can I visit some of you when your wife didn't travel a, a little while? Baby, when are you coming? Honey, honey. Babe, when are you coming? Babe, babe, when are you coming? Your wife is just one week away and you are crying like this. In hell, it's eternal. In hell, it's eternal. Who is, who is sitting there? So Luke 2 49, he said, and he said to them, Why did you look for me? Do you not know that I must go about my father's what? Business. So the reason that the soul winning is Jesus and God's first priority. That is their business. Jesus did not come on earth to heal people. Every every preacher who likes healing their souls is not from God. Because the reason we heal is to save that soul. The reason we, 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 we prophesy is to make that person know that God is dead. So that their soul will be transported back to God. Don't follow after miracles. And leave the one who is working the miracle. So winning must be your, 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 your topmost priority. 
anyone here who is not. You see, when you become a soul winner, you become God's partner. Because that is his work. So if you can't partner with a bank of Ghana and be broke, you can't partner with MTN and be broke. At least every month, there will be something small that will be dropped in your heart, in your account. Partner with God. Don't think God needs your money. What is your money? It's God, it's God that broke. God doesn't need your money. He needs you. The rich man thought God needs his money. God doesn't need your money. Keep your tithes if you can't work for God. Keep all that you think you can give to God if you can't give yourself to Him. There was this rich young guy who came to Jesus and was talking rubbish. Jesus said, He said, I have done all that I have to do. Jesus said, Really? He said, Yes. He said, Then go and sell all your properties and give it to the poor. The Bible says that this man couldn't go and do it because he was rich. The, the, the original intent of God is for you to be a soul winner. You see, the way you are struggling to work, eh, just be a soul winner. You will struggle. Hello? 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 Last week, right, last week, Saturday, I was praying to God that, God, please, I don't have money. This week, you must do something. You must do something. I, I was praying. Around, 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 Four or no, around five, right after I sent devotions to people, I saw a man sending me Mumu. He sent me a text message, What's your Mumu number? And I, he said, Is this number or Mumu? I said, Yes. I was there right after like two minutes. He sent me a Mumu. That money he sent me, you can work for it for two weeks, you know, one, two months, you will get it. And the reason I got it is because I am always praying for souls. God save souls. God save. So even if that man is maybe going into something bad, because I have prayed for a believer, God will save him. And when God saves him, God can turn his heart to be a blessing to him. Let soul winning be your topmost priority. Let it be your topmost. If you are here, you are not. You don't have any work to do. Be an intercessor and be praying for souls. Just get flyers and be sharing it outside. We are not saying go out and go and preach sermon. We said go out and tell people Jesus loves you. Just, just that, that word, Jesus loves you, can turn many souls to God. Jesus loves you. You don't have time for him. Why should he have time for him? You don't have time for God. You have time for your work. There are some of you, if, if your boss tells you, appear at workplace at 4.30 a.m., you appear there. When we tell you, come to church at 8, you say, the boss of intention. God can never trust you and bless you if you can't do something sacrificial for Him. Amen. Amen. So, so winning is God's number one word. For every soul should be a fruitful believer. Every soul. When God saved you, you are supposed to bear what? Fruit. You are supposed to be a fruitful what? Believer. John 15, 1. I am the vine and you are the vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch, verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And there are Christians eh, if they are warming, there are some of you, all that you do for God is to come and walk. Please, everybody should rise up. Rise up. 
Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Put your hand on your chair. Put your hand on your chair. What do you feel? Heat, eh? You are all that you do for God is to warm a seat. Some of you. Almost all of you. All that you do for God is to warm a seat. Because I know you by your spirit. I know you don't pray for souls. And you don't go up. You can sit down. You can sit down. You have, you have known what you, you, you do for God. You don't pray for souls. And you don't go out and talk to souls. So what do you do? You come to church. You warm your pew. That is all you do. But must that be a Christian life? No. Your Christian life should be that you will bear fruit. You say what be a what be a mango for twenty years? Na mango no vivi. Na the be a ball and a opera of you are. Ojiriza wani beje. Hello, talk to me, please talk to me. Wani beje. Will you be happy? No. Waka kotoka. Ona ona waka. Waka kotoka. Emre be a odeka ni beko ejumano. Em first ke be a mreo. Oye ejumana e bo six a oba be pona. Na bbs yo kani. Na usika odi unya ni day ni ni na ano. Odi akwa koye kana mwasa boka. Every day, what will you do to your car? Hello? What will you do to the car? Because to you, the car has become what? A burden. It has become a liability. And I'm surprised to tell you that some of you, you are a liability in the house of God. Because you are not making any profit to the kingdom. And Jesus is saying that anyone who doesn't make profit in the kingdom, there is a time coming. My father will what? My father will take away. So if you see a Christian having accident, and you know time So God doesn't care if Satan even wipes them away. God doesn't care. So be conscious of souls. Bear fruit. Bearing fruit is not singing in church. Bearing fruit is going out to bring soul. Bearing fruit is not playing keyboard or preaching. Bearing fruit is going out and bringing soul. If there is nobody in the church, can the keyboard display? If nobody is in the church, can the projector project? You are projecting for who? So the original work it's not ushering somebody to church. It's, it's, it's bringing somebody to church. Either through prayer or through your presence. That is the reason. You must bear fruit. Believe me. Obi awaha waan suwa banu. Me kanche wa kanche obi o. Yesu Christus emrebi bedura. Neja be chawache. He cut you off. I know you don't like messages like this. But messages like this is what will save your soul. I am not here to tell you, God is about to give you a miracle. No, when you get a miracle and you are going to hell, what is the importance of the miracle? The greatest miracle is to know God and to save souls so that one day when you stand before Him, He will tell you, faithful and a good servant. Faithful and a good servant. Are you, are you there with me? Yeah. Or are you going home? No, yes. Oh yes. Amen. Amen. So tell somebody from today, 
I will bear fruit. Say, tell somebody from today, I will bear fruit. Learn to bear fruit. Some of you, when you come to church, you are like the Holy Spirit. After the service, we don't even see you anymore. Learn to build a family here so that when you are sinning, and by, 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 by divine connection, God can connect my spirit to what is going on. And I can come and rescue you. Or somebody else can come and rescue you. When I went to the university, one of the things that helped me to hold on to God is because I had so many fellowships. It meant me before about Meshemedem. Because as I was there, I would be there and every 30 minutes, somebody would come and visit me. So when are you going to do that? Every 30 minutes, people come and come and cook in my house. They will come and cook, and, and as they are cooking, some, some people even fall asleep. You fall asleep. Be so conscious. Bear fruit. Build a family in church. Get close to people. You are nobody. Hello? You are nobody. The Bible says that think not of yourself more highly than you ought to think. You are nobody. If you think you are somebody, you, you cross over to the other side. Die and see. Yesterday somebody was talking to me about ex, ex-vice president of Ghana. His son. The kind of life he is going through. If somebody tells you he was he was he is a son of an ex-president, you will understand. So live your life well. Be conscious of the kingdom and the things of the kingdom. But so you build they were all idol worshippers. And idol worship. You know, United States, now they are doing gay. They are doing all manner of evil sin. But God is still holding on to them. You know why? Because their great grandfathers, they were, they were worshippers of Yahweh. All the great move of Christianity, it came from both the U.S. and U.K. So though they are, they are, their sons and their children's children are now misbehaving, but God still remembers their covenant. God is a covenant keeper. In Arabia, what Smith Wigglesworth did, what Jonathan Edwards did, what Katrikoma did, why, what is God remembering about you? That is your grandfather. And do you know that you know the, 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 the reward of that thing? The reward of that thing is hardship, difficulties. Have you seen an idol worshiper whose son is doing medicine before? Hello? Have you seen an idol worshiper whose son is a lawyer before? No, in Africa, it's because of that. Serve God. Let your children see you serving God. So that when you are not there, they will continue what you started. 
Serve God. Care about souls. Care about God's kingdom. And you are crying that your work is not prospering. It's because you are selfish. Be selfish. Selfish. Amen. 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 So build a family in church. Bear fruit. When you bring somebody to church, make sure that person remains in the church. Call the person. Talk to them. There are some of you here. If I ask you, Bracken, do you have this man's number? He might not. But if you have been in church with somebody for more than two months, three months, and you don't have their numbers, it means you are not a good Christian. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi. When was the last time you even called me? Me, who is your pastor? To check on me to find out whether pastor is, is, is still alive, whether he is breathing. Father's Day, how many of you have called me to say that, oh, pastor, God bless you for being our pastor and be praying for us. So if you are not doing it for me, I know you won't do it for the, 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 the one who just came here last week. I've been with you for close to six years. You are not doing it for me. I know you won't do it for anyone else. Are you, are you here with me? But that should not be a Christian life. Care about somebody. Yesterday, I, in the house, my house where I'm staying, a guy, my co-tenant, had an issue. I had to be in, at the police station, Mile 7 police station, to up to 12.30. I had to come very late to come and sit down and wait on the Lord and get a word to come and talk to him. Did I get anything from it? No. But we call it fellow fear. When your brother is in need, you, are, you should also be in need. When your brother is going through difficulties, don't be there and say, ah, see, I catch him in the That's one thing. That's one thing. Care about people. Talk to That is why there are people in this church, like Richard. If he calls me and asks me somebody's number, you know I won't give you. So you won't call me. Because I, you don't have to wait and ask me of somebody's number. Once that person has been in church for more than one month. No. You are not caring. You don't, you don't need to get a number. Are you with me? So if you are here and somebody has been in church for more than three months, one year, and you don't have their number, you are a backslider. Tell somebody, if that is your case, tell somebody, if that is your case, look at their face and say, if that is your case, Pastor said, you are a backslider. Amen. Hallelujah. Care for people. What she has said, backslider, no, no. What she has said. What she has said. But a radio home over no picture. A radio home over no picture. Because you move we don't have people's number. Hello? Is it not true? Is it not true? Yes, it's true. And do you know the joy? There are people, there is somebody in this church. Anytime I call him, the way he talks to me, I feel joy in my heart. I feel joy. Oh, Pastor, thank you. May the assistant friend, Amisha. It's part of soul winning. We call it soul winning and visitation. There are times you visit people in person. There are times you visit them by call. 
For example, if you say you are a musician and you can't sing in church, all the worldly musicians, they were all in church. They sang in church, and when the grace and the, their gifts grew, they left church because they had people like you in church who don't care. And there are people, if you don't care, they will go to the people that care. I was watching a movie, and a lady who is an English. They were in they were in longer heads with the days. And this young lady who is a princess got married. That he got married to a prince of another country. And this young lady was kidnapped by the days. And when he was kidnapped by the days, at their camp, one of the days showed her much love. It is an abomination for an English girl to marry a day. But because the guy showed him much love, he forgot, he forgot about his people. Because somebody has shown him what? Her love. There are so many people that are not coming to church. You didn't go for so many, no. I went for so many. And I brought somebody to church. But because of your selfish life, the person has left church. And you think God will, God will let your work increase? No. There are some of you here, you didn't go out for soul winning. We went out and brought a soul. And I was listening this guy. And I was begging you now continue to pass with us. And you think God will bless you. You are, you are, you are putting a big case on yourself. Learn to love people. Love people in church. Get somebody's number. Call them. Find out how they are doing. Saturdays. There are so many people here. You can even come here on Saturday morning. There are phones here. You can take, not with your own money, you can take the church phone and be calling people. How oh, are you coming to church tomorrow? I want to see you. I want to see you and, and, and have a chat with you. You think the person is there at home? Because on that Sunday, I will never be on any backer. I will never be on the lab. So the person doesn't know the reason he should come to church after the word of God. He doesn't know. And any place that people don't feel loved, they don't feel staying there. Amen. 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 Some of you, the reason you are still here is because of maybe a love somebody showed to you. There are people in my life, I will, no matter the sin they will do to me, there was a guy in this church, he misbehaved, he misbehaved, and he left the church. Yesterday I called him to check on him. He was surprised. I called him and I asked him of certain things that he thought I didn't know. He said, hey. I said, yes, I know, so don't worry, but I am with you. So even when that, you are doing what you are supposed to do, you can call me and I will come. How come? If you like insult me, if I hear that tomorrow you are being wedded, I will come. And by my presence alone, it's a curse on you. Yes. I won't curse you. I will never curse you as a church member. I will bless you. But I can bless and the blessing will turn to a curse. If you stay behind me and you insult me, I won't curse you. I didn't even hear the insult. There is a young person, there is a guy that I was told that when I was going to a place, he had already spoiled me there. That this and this and that is what I will do to them. I go to the place and the people call me and say, ah, please, 
this person eh, be very careful with you because he told us A, B, T, D, Z about you. But when you came here, we have realized that that is not how you are. But you know the funny thing. That person who said that, and I have come to know, I still love the person. I still love him. And he doesn't know that the more I'm loving him, the more God is blessing him. Yes. If I curse him, God can change it. But if I shut my mouth and God curses him, let me tell you one secret in life. Never say, never say ill thing. A mama non tra anua eshirawa. Because you are not tra anua eshirawa. Eshirana wa pronounce wa bra bosuni na better than no me. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes. So love people. Love people. Will people say that they say yes? But as you sin against them, also no, love them. As they are sinning, they are hating you. Love them. The hate will tend to be a curse on them. If you like, talk. Did you tell me from me? Oh, person, you power child. Person, you power child. But you don't know what you are receiving. Amen. Yesterday, I met a pastor, and the pastor said he can he can carry sand and curse people. He can put burden on you for one year. Then the Holy Spirit is telling me that is not the spirit I have given to you. He told me, I will get you. I will pray for you that God will open the eyes of your understanding. And as I'm praying that for you, it's Wahala. Are you with me? Love souls. Care for people. If you care for people, God will care for you. You see, you are looking for joy. You are looking for job, but it will surprise you that as you go for soul winning and you talk to somebody about souls, there is this young lighthouse pastor. He likes to winning souls, and do you know when you when you become a soul winner, you become a talkative, because you are always talking to people. And at his workplace, they gave him an assignment to lead a group and do something. They look at the way that he is talking. They say, Ah, why you can talk like that? Then they promoted him. And they find out what work do you do? He said, I'm a pastor. He said, Whoa. That's why you can talk like that. Some of you, you are shy. You are shy. Start becoming a soul winner. And you see the shyness will go. And you become bodacious. The righteous shall be bold like a lion. Become a soul winner. I'm begging you. I know you are working. You work hard. But that work that you are doing is your work, it's not God's work. It's your own purpose. It's not God's own purpose. And woe betides you. The Bible says that there is a way that human rights unto man, but the end thereof. There are some of you in church, we can't trust you with anything. Because we can't trust you. We can't trust you to lead prayer. We can't trust you to go for outreach. We can't trust you for anything. Because you want position, but not responsibility. Be a worker for God. They are so national. They are so national. And the are the power. But the time that you can get for God, some little time, be serious about it. Don't let anything take you from your Sunday church. 
anything that can take you from here. Hello? Hello? There is somebody in the house. He didn't come to church this morning. She didn't come to church this morning because around 12 they will go for family gathering. What is that? Family gathering. So because of family gathering, the person didn't come to church. Are you with me? Are you with me? Be, be, be so conscious. Be so conscious. Amen. There is a soul dying because of you. There is somebody dying because you didn't tell the person that Jesus loves you. There is somebody dying because what you were supposed to say to the person, you didn't say it. Be so conscious. Amen. 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 Tell somebody, be so conscious. conscious. Amen. Amen. So the first point was what? The first point was what? The second one? I can't hear you. The third one? Okay, so we need God's number one priority. The next one should be a fruitful word. believer, right? Right. Every soul should be a fruitful believer. And the last but two is that the entire world is God's market field. Entire world. If you are seeing Amen. The entire world is God's harvest field. John chapter 4 verse 35. Do you not, do you not say it is, your, it is yet four months and the harvest comes? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the field, for they are white to harvest already. They are hot, white to harvest already. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are hot, are few. The whole world is God's harvest field, His marketplace. Go there. Don't be afraid of anything. Don't be afraid. In 1985, Bishop Wade was sent from Ilore to go to Kaduna. Kaduna is in the northern part of Nigeria. That is where the Boko Harams and all the, the Muslims' hardcore criminals are. But when God sent him there, because he was conscious of souls, he was not afraid. He went there, and it was in Kaduna that the faith the faith movement of, of, of witness chapel began to grow. Talk to people. Be so conscious. Talk to people. Know that everywhere on this earth is God's market field. And go and talk to people about Christ. Amen. Amen. Last but one. Every believer must be seeking and saving souls. So Jesus said in Luke chapter 19 verse 10. He said, The Son of Man came to seek and to save them that are lost. So the purpose of your life, of your existence, is to be seeking and be saving souls. If Jesus came to seek and to save souls, and in John 14, 12, he told us that the greater works that we, we are going to do than what he did, it means that we must save more than what he said. We must talk to more than the people he talked to. 
You can't be a soul winner and be poor. Hello? And you can't be a soul winner and die early. No. Check all the records of people that gave themselves to souls. Check. Check. Recently, check. Rehan Bonki. Rehan Bonki died in the close to 90 years. Billy Graham always knocked 100. Billy Graham died at the age of 99 or 98. Ora Roberts, all of them, they died with Smith Wigglesworth, Jonathan Edwards, John Wesley, Charles Wesley, the Basel movement. All the great move that their conscience was for souls. They didn't die like a, a, a chicken run. No. Be a soul conscious. Be conscious of souls. Amen. And the last thing is that Jesus wants us to form partnership with Him. Jesus wants us to form partnership. And that partnership is not just to come to church and give offering. If you give offering and a soul is dying somewhere, you haven't benefited the kingdom. Because your offering must take care of somebody. But if your offering is not taking care of anybody because no one is in the church, then your offering is not, of, is not offering anything to the church. Your offering must offer something to the church. Are you with me? So be conscious of souls. And I pray that from today, you understand that you are here for a purpose. Amen. You will know that if you die without any soul attached to your name, you will not enjoy heaven. Amen. 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 You will never enjoy heaven if you die and in the records in heaven, there is no soul attached to your life. I pray that may you become a soul conscious. Amen. I pray that may you become a soul conscious. Christ on your God richly bless you for listening to his message. Visit Pastor Eric Otibuatin podcast on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe to his podcast to receive new messages every single time. And remember, God will never leave you nor forsake you because you are the apple of his eyes. For more information about God's servant, Eric Otibuatin, prayers and counseling, you can contact us on 246 721 290. You can also email us on otibuatiministries at gmail.com. God richly bless you.